Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao What's going on, everybody? Val and J-Dog here, bringing to you another great edition of Dragon's Den, brought to you by SciShow Conversations. Today, we're going to be reviewing Dragon Ball Super Episode 126. And first and foremost, how do you feel about this, John? We're almost at the end, the tail end of the Dragon Ball Super series. Ending in March, we got somewhat, I don't want to, I don't want to say a filler episode, but a pretty decent episode, in my opinion. How would you feel about it? I felt it ended better than it started, but... I'd say it was a, it was some parts about it that made it a pretty good episode, but I wouldn't say anything about it was phenomenal. I think there was some parts that were disappointing. Um, it goes up and down for me as well, too, especially the opening where they kind of tread back to last episode where we see Tapo taking on Freezer, squeezing his head, and we got like maybe about, what, two to three minutes of last episode yeah. shoved into this. Yeah. Do you feel like that was a waste? I did. I was like, hey, um, are we watching the right episode? Yeah, I was feeling the same exact way. Um, Freezer's still not getting his, um, his comeuppance going against Toppo right now. He wants to taunt him as much as possible, but once again, kind of yeah, getting outclassed. I don't think he realized the sure power of a god. His, his power in comparison to his. Um, we'll st- we're still getting Android 17 as like a main focal point of this series as well, too. How do you feel about... I think he's out next episode. <laughs> you really think so? <laughs> I do. Do you like that 17 is getting this much shine? I don't see why. 
I, I'm really confused as to why he's still there. Do you think the creator just has something? You know what? I want to say that Toriyama does have something for 17. He brought him back in GT, and you definitely saw that Android 17 saga. I think there's something about him. Maybe it's just the character design or wanting to do something more with that character that he has him lasting so much longer than a lot of the people that were in the tournament. I, I don't know. I guess maybe, but I mean, I don't, I don't understand why... At the end of the episode, they show those three and then pretend like Frieza's not there anymore, even though he is. And then with, I feel like he's just going to toss him to the... I feel like he's just going to toss Andrew 17 to the side, like how he did with Piccolo. Uh, the, the episode was kind of weird. We started off with that freezer uh, moment with his, game, his head getting shrunken, basically, by Tapo, getting tossed to the side, and we have him going one-on-one with 17, running away from him, essentially. And then, for some reason, I don't know if it's just the writers or it's just how it played out, but they just accidentally ran into Jiren and Vegeta's fight with Goku, and they were like, whoop, all right, switch characters time, and we got a Tapo versus Vegeta fight. Were you excited about that? Yes and no. Yes, because we were, we've been waiting for that, right? We got robbed of that earlier, mm-hmm. and now that Top has new transformation, it's like, wow. But, like, at this point, where he's covered his body with the energy of destruction, Vegeta really shouldn't be able to fight him unless he fought like Goku and covered his whole body with Ki, right? Because remember, Goku did that one time when he was fighting one of the wolves, I think? Yeah. The poison one? He covered his body with key so that he wouldn't be affected. And I'll give it to you. There was one punch where it looked like Vegeta covered his fist with key and he hit Tapo. But most of the fight, it looked like he didn't surround his body with key. He was just fighting. And so I was like, well, if everything that touches him is supposed to deteriorate, why is Vegeta able to even touch him right now? Maybe it's just an activation. Like, maybe it's not everything that touches him. Maybe it's more mental. Like, he can make something disappear if it, if it really... If it, if it really came to the point, then again, he can't really hit Vegeta. I don't Vegeta. think so, because he said, he even said, like, I can't hit you, exactly. so I'll finish you with this blast. Exactly, he can't hit him with ill intent, probably, because he hit Freezer many times, as well, too, with the destruction power, and didn't erase him, so... That's true. Maybe it's just he's holding back, the power's still new to him, as well. Like, yeah. this is something that was just granted to him, and he accepted it, but he's like a child with a new toy now. Very confident, very overconfident, in my opinion, not using the power properly. And then, to Vegeta's defense, he's been training with Wii secretly this whole entire time. He's been training with someone stronger than the God of Destruction. Maybe it's been paying off. I mean, yeah, but it's like, Whis is the person who trains the God of... the God, I mean, not Whis, but like, the angels are the ones who train the God of Destruction, so... Pretty sure Tapo has undergone even more training than Vegeta has, which is why he was able to achieve this power. Do you agree that Vegeta's, I guess, love has been stronger than, I guess, Tapo's wrath? Because basically they're they're polar opposites. I wouldn't use love. Not for Vegeta. I think so. It's more empathy now. I'd use pride. I wouldn't say pride anymore. I, th- I think that there is some pride, but it's more empathy. Looking at Vegeta, he's caring about his family. He's caring about, you know, the the with the Universe 6 and their Saiyan clan from that universe. I feel like that all is a pride, though. Like, his, his pride to keep on his Saiyan legacy and to carry on the Saiyan fam- um, bloodline. 
they could be. I, I just it's such a, a departure from what we've seen in a lot of earlier seasons. Even going back to Dragon Ball Z, such a departure as well too. Like Vegeta's more empathetic than I've seen him in anything. Even when in, in GT as well too, he was still like not conniving, but just having that bully aspect about himself. Now it's more like this is grown man Vegeta. This is yeah. I got my dad pants on and I care about people. Yeah. I guess maybe it's kind of like that now because his daughter's been born. Oh, forget Trunks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget Trunks. First kid, <laughs> you make all the mistakes. Second kid, yeah, you get everything. Yeah, he's he definitely feels for her. And for Trunks, it's kind of like he has a son, but it's like, it's almost like his adopted child that he didn't want to adopt in the first place. He's stuck with him. What's even more interesting is that we get that split, and then uh, we see Vegeta and Tapo going one-on-one together, but we leave the Jiren and Goku fight alone, and that would have been interesting to see what they could do now that Goku separated from Vegeta, and if he could at least stand alone with him for a little bit. Well, Jiren's still holding back. He's been holding back this entire fight, mm. and we've already seen Goku and Vegeta go at it a couple times now. Mm. And, you know, at some points it looks like Goku can hold his own, mm -hmm. but not really, because Jiren is still holding back. Just like when he fought against um, Beerus, he, he was always holding back in those fights. We'll get right back into Goku and Jiren in a second, but let's um, talk a little bit more about Tapo and Vegeta's fight. Vegeta using his Limit Breaker form with that Super Saiyan Blue, taking on Tapo with the God of Destruction power now. Um... There were, it was back and forth, in my opinion. There were times where it looked like Vegeta had the upper hand, but then, I guess, Toppo embracing the hate, embracing the destruction power, very ultra-confident, looking like he, if he wants, he could end Vegeta with just one touch. Did you feel that maybe Jir, uh not Jiren, excuse me, Toppo was a little too overconfident at this moment in time? Like, he just wasn't taking anything serious, especially fighting side-by-side -side with Jiren? No. I don't think so. I think he was pretty serious about it. I think he had good focus. I just think that... I don't know. I, I don't think that Vegeta should have been able to beat Tapo without some type of... Like, I guess that transformation that he got... Not the transformation, but how he achieved like the highest blue. Mm -hmm. I think that I would have rathered him achieve that after Tapo achieved this form. I think that would have been better. It's a significant win, though, for Vegeta, though. Yeah, I just don't feel like he should have been able to do that. With you don't his think he power. deserved it? Not that he didn't deserve it, I just don't think that he should have been able to achieve that with his with this power level. I, I, I give him a little credit with this, because he's been testing his new power against Jiren, who's oh, definitely ten times more powerful than whatever... Uh, new form that Tapo has still. Uh, Jiren's on such a level that I can't even compare at the moment in time. But I, I didn't mind it so much. I did like the ending, though, of their fight where Tapo is just about to blast them with that God Destruction ball we've seen Beerus use against Goku. Very reminiscent. Yeah. And Vegeta just going ahead to town with that as well, too. I love his, I love that callback to the self-destruct weapon. Yes. Or technique. And how everybody was just concerned that, awesome. that he was going to sacrifice himself. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with the fact that he used a self-sacrificing technique and didn't self-sacrifice No, it himself. makes, but they explain it, though. They do explain it, but it's kind of like, what, who, 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 was it Cell that did that? 
Did he do the self-sacrificing technique and he still didn't die? Um, well, Cell could reform together, like Piccolo, that's why. Yeah, so for Cell, it was okay. But for Vegeta... I give Vegeta I like, the power because it, it took everything, the only little speck he had left. Just no energy whatsoever, depleted everything. If anything, yeah. I really felt that because he spent all his power, this is going to be the part where he gets Ultra Instinct. Ultra Instinct. It right. made sense. It does make sense in that aspect, but... It didn't happen. I, I just feel like... <laughs> No, no, I think he has to get smacked up a little bit by Jiren first. But <laughs> I I just, I feel like if a, if a Saiyan, because they don't reform like the, what do you call them, the Namekians. Right. So I feel like they sh- if you're using a self-sacrificing technique, you should die. <laughs> maybe, or maybe he just has some kind of control for it. I, uh, I, he felt very confident going into that, that technique. Yeah. It didn't look like he was actually sacrificing himself. It looked like he was like, oh, you want power? I'm going to show you power. Here you go. You, know, you want to block things? Block this. Yeah. So it looked like more of a technique more than a, a sacrifice. It just been pickle his eyes like, ah, oh, not again. <laughs> like, how am I going to explain this to your son, bro? <laughs> like, I don't want to deal with this. I'm already a dad to somebody. <laughs> I don't want to be another dad. Yeah. So I think Piccolo just had bad um, dreams of <laughs> of that happening. Like too many people died in my head. But um, definitely we see um, eliminate Tapo with this attack. And how do you feel about Tapo being eliminated and just knocked out on the floor, going back into the the deck with the angels? Like he really was messed up. I liked I liked the way Tapo went out. I did. Okay. That final attack, I thought that was really cool. Half the stage went out with him. Yeah. And realistically, what, we have four minutes left in the tournament? I, th- I believe it's five. Five minutes left in the tournament. Half a stage left. Which is why I think 17 is going out in the next episode. And then we'll have four minutes left and four characters left in the tournament. Well, I, uh, I want to pose this question to you. How do you feel about Jiren being so cocky and so, in, in a way, disrespectful? He smiled. He laughed. He, he, laughed. he laughed, and he kind of shat on Tapo. He called him pathetic. Yeah. And so what, where do you think? Because it was like, because it was like the, way, the same way I feel. Like, that power, yeah. and you lost to Vegeta? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, but where do you think Tapo, uh, not Tapo, but um, Jiren's mindset is? In, in, a, in a planet where, where it's just, he's like this goody two-shoes power ranger that just is full of of triumph and tribulation and trying to fight for the side of good always and always for the side of justice and he's just this disrespectful jock in a way i think in this very small aspect he and vegeta are alike where he's like he knows Mm -hmm. what you're capable of and so if you don't you know show your stuff to the fullest yeah then he is going to be upset with you like when um I forget which saga it was, but maybe the Boo saga when uh, Gohan was fighting some some enemy in the city, and Goku and Vegeta were fighting alongside. Oh yeah, and and Vegeta was shitting and on. Vegeta was yeah. like, "Gohan, wake the hell up! Yeah, what are you doing? You're saying yeah." Uh, it, it does reminisce from that saga. Definitely, Vegeta just being disappointed at Gohan because he at one time was the strongest person in the world. Yeah. And in so this case, well, the same way well yeah, because Tapa was the leader of that that force, right? Yeah. So, uh, if anything, maybe just Jiren's just like, man, he even took the power of destruction, still couldn't do anything with it. You know, I I should be the leader, or maybe I should be something of significance. Definitely he is, but there's definitely some kind of side of Jiren we're not seeing. Something that's 
that's awakening. And you definitely see with that power up, something's happening. What do you expect Jiren to go after this now? He's already strong. Yeah. Uh, I'm expecting him to go after... Well, with that first blast, I'm expecting him to go after all of them. Mm-hmm. After that, I'm expecting him to go after either Vegeta or Goku. I don't know what Seventeen's going to do. I don't know if he's going to go wake up um, Frieza. Like, hey, buddy, you all right? <laughs> or, or if Seventeen's going to try to get involved. Or maybe maybe Seventeen sacrifices himself. Well, it depends. We see in the preview episode that Seventeen is going head on to Jiren, and he's actually using that that green force field ball yeah. to his advantage. His attacks now, or maybe just maybe uh, somehow a trap for it for Jiren as well too. It's not really understood, but definitely he's utilizing that. So we and then we definitely see Vegeta come back as well too. He he does ascend back to yeah. Blue he form. went Super Saiyan Blue. That's why I was like. Hmm. You just did that self-sacrificing crap, and you have the energy to go back to blue, and you're supposed to be nearly dead. It's only and Goku did it somehow. No, no, no. Goku, it took Goku a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Goku was like... Well, uh, I think Goku went to worse, though. I can only go Super Saiyan right Goku now. Goku spirit-bombed himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why, like, it made sense that it took Goku so long. To get back to that. Which, the argument that we always have too about this series is that some things don't make sense with the rules because isn't the spirit bomb supposed to destroy evil? Yes. Uh, or affect evil at least? How, yeah. how does it affect Goku if he took it dead on? Well, the thing is, I think it's like, I honestly think that the spirit, bo- the spirit bomb is supposed to destroy evil. Just hurt but, everybody else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, Remember when he spirit bombed Vegeta? Yeah. When Vegeta first came? Well, Vegeta was pretty evil. Vegeta was pretty evil. Yeah. But he didn't die from it. And so I feel like it's because he had a little bit of good in him that he was able to live. Oh, that's a stretch right there. But I'll take that. I'll take that theory. He was... That ball was going straight up. (laughs) And he was just laying on it like, ah. I still say that was a kind of weak Goku, too. They were pretty matched at that time. Yes. Yes. But... A spirit bomb is a spirit bomb. <laughs> so, remember when Kibu took and that hit? Legitimately, that was Goku's probably first spirit bomb. Uh, not his first. Not his first. Uh, well, to somebody. For somebody to receive it. <laughs> you know? By, like, Frieza, he, yeah, he already yeah, perfected it. Yeah. And then by Boo, it's just, like, second nature. Yeah, well, Kibu, Kibu is literally only the evil in the Boo. Yes. So that's why it killed him. Right? Yeah. That's what I feel. And definitely he turned Super Saiyan as well, too, for extra blast. So that definitely helped out as well. But, yeah, we're going to see um, the whole gang just jump up. No Frieza, though, you've seen the, in the preview of the episode. So maybe he's gathering his energy up as well. Yeah, I don't know what to expect from Frieza from now on. I don't. It's, it's very difficult when we have all these players on the map and Jiren there. But it does show how formidable, formidable opponent Jiren is. Especially with the fact that he's even not at full strength. He's powering up still. To the point that I don't think even Ultra Instinct could be a match right now. Maybe it really has to be two Ultra Instincts. Or, like I've been saying, Frieza goes Ultra Instinct. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I haven't... It can be expected. Or at least expected for Frieza to get a new form. Mm-hmm. And as far as Vegeta, I think we can expect Vegeta to get... Ultra Instinct at some point. Not in the next episode. Maybe not even in the episode after that. But maybe when there's like three minutes left. 
Well, that means those pictures online were fake then, especially with Vegeta getting an Ultra Instinct form with half the, the, uh, I guess, yeah. the Saiyan armor on him. Well, I don't know, because doesn't he look like that now? He has no armor on the chest anymore. Oh, okay. He's just fully shirtless Vegeta. First yeah. time ever I've seen this. Yeah. So it's pretty funny on that aspect, but maybe it's just a... I haven't um, seen any pictures of Frieza with Ultra Instinct. Ah, wait. Just wait. Maybe he'll turn into, like, the King Cole giant <laughs> with Ultra Instinct. One could only... I don't know why. If, uh, from the beginning of I'm Super... I am more expecting a new form, if anything, from him. I'm more surprised at myself. From the beginning of Super, I was despising the fact that Frieza was in the saga and coming back for this tournament. Now he's one of my favorite characters to watch. Especially that part where he... Went in behind Tapa was just laser beaming the back of him like ho 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 ho. <laughs> he, that, that is the great. best part. That like Freezer's is he's like I don't know he's like that that asshole you love. <laughs> <laughs> really, it is like no other person has that moniker right now. Vegeta was that person at one point, but now yeah. Freezer is just straight up like I hate you so much, but you're so good. Yeah, but definitely, you have any expectations for the next episode? Besides seventeen getting knocked out. Ah, uh, no. You think it's going to be more of a filler, or you think that's going to be something of significance? I don't think it'll be a filler. I think we're definitely going to find. I think we're finally going to start seeing the jeering that we wanted to see. Just talking shit, growing some hair. No, the crap out of everyone. <laughs> no hair. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a form at this point. Another form. I, I definitely think so as well, too. Maybe um, we'll be surprised, maybe pleasantly surprised to see what Jiren comes up with. I think I'm going to be pleasantly surprised what the Z-Fire is going to come up with as well, too. I think Vegeta and Goku still have something up their sleeve. We have maybe, realistically, about maybe five episodes left, I want to say. Of the tournament? Um, yeah, of the season, because it ends in March. Uh... I want to say five. I'm going to say one, two, three, four... No, no, more than five. Okay. At, at maybe seven. Okay, uh, that's say, still good. I'm say at least seven episodes left. That's still good. So we have seven fresh episodes to look forward to and to really rant about. And then after it's over, we can just curse this whole thing out and say, why is it gone now? But that kind of concludes this episode of Dragon's Den. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, any last words for you, Jay? No, I'm just looking forward to seeing 17 get knocked off. <laughs> he doesn't belong. Yeah, he's one of the most powerful people in the Z Fighters right now. For some reason, they made him as strong as Goku in some level. So, I don't know. Maybe there's a bigger picture ahead for 17 down the road when he possibly did this time jump, if that happens. But anyway, guys, I'm Val. That's J Dog. We're signing off later. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening in. It's always good recording with J-Dog when he has the time to come in. You can definitely reach him on Instagram at John underscore KG underscore. And me on Instagram as well, too, at Val Cisco. Um, also on Twitter as well, too, at Uncanny underscore V. And yeah, if you're interested in more Dragon's Den conversation about Dragon Ball Z or just different kinds of anime altogether... You know, subscribe to Sideshow Conversations here on Bumpers, iTunes, or Podcast Republic. And if you want to get in touch with me, J-Dog, on Facebook, we have a Sideshow Conversations page, um, along with J-Rance as well, too, talking about all nerd culture, all day, all the time. And, um, hey, if you're interested in MMA, me and uh, J-Rance got an MMA podcast as well called The Kamora Chronicles, where we talk about MMA all day, every day, for the fans, by the fans. 
or if you're into pro wrestling, we got Elite Wrestling Audio, where you can definitely get into all of the pro wrestling talk and dirt sheets you want to get into. So yeah, hit us up, leave comments, rate, review, subscribe. Thanks again.